Mr. Mind in there, dude. Yeah, don't don't eat don't eat donuts you find off the space uh, convenience store floor, guys. Don't eat any donuts you find off the floor. That's a well, hard and fast rule, right? I mean, some floors is I like mean, safer guess, than others. I mean, I guess <laughs> clean up, so clean you could eat off of it is a phrase for a reason. But I I just I don't think a donut's a floor food. Well. Welcome <laughs> to Book Club from Planet Zero, the, Season 2, Episode 2. Yes, the only planet that legalizes toilet seats in your living room. And the most likely episode for Two-Face to attack. <laughs> Wait, Two-Face? The probability is higher than if it was Episode 3. Yeah, you could say 50% chance higher than you... See what I did there? Uh, I'm not a statistic guy. I, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't have those numbers. I don't have those figures in front of me. Oh, okay. Well, because it's two halves make a two face. And uh, but what I do, what I do have in front of me is Human Target Volume One by Tom King. Oh, uh, the Human Target. Yes, the, the Human Target. Hey, what, what? Who wants? Why would anyone want to target him? Uh, that's his job. Oh uh, yes, that's he, the book, and it's also uh the. 12-issue series that me and Eric read together and is we're going to be diving uh, into today. Yes, it is by written by uh, a fan favorite here, Tom King. Yeah, my fan you. favorites, I mean, we're fans of Tom because he's our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Many of you fans would know that um, that we like to suck Tom King's um, beautiful head of nourish of uh, great thoughts and everything. I don't even know if you knew where that sentence was going no. as you said it. <laughs> also, uh, 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 artist... Artistry, Greg Smallwood, another one of my favorites. You he told did. you told me I read another yeah. of his work, right? He did the Moon Knight by Jeff Lemire. Ah, that yes, Greg Smallwood. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, and this this is DC again. Uh, sorry, Marvel fans, we're 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 doing a deep dive on DC. It seems like in season two. Don't worry, we'll we'll get some Marvel stuff into the Eric's into got the a bandwagon. Mis- uh, Eric's got a Mister Mind in his brain, and it's controlling my brain to make me read DC comics. Yeah, it's like um, it's like a spore thing. Like when I talk to him, it's like COVID too. You know, it gets on his brain. Is that what that deep exhale was at the beginning of the podcast? (laughs) I was wondering what that fog that came out of your mouth was. Um, It smelled like fungal cream. You might want to bring the quarantine people here. (laughs) Is the creature going to be okay? Oh, no. Oh, no. Those things specifically eat their brains. Uh, Human Target, uh, a murder mystery book about a man named Christopher Chance. Who is the human target? He's a private investigator and a bodyguard. If someone's trying to kill you, you hire this guy to solve that, you know, who's going to kill you. But Figure out who it is and why. And he'll also work as a body double in case that guy, you know, kills you on the spot. Yeah. That's how he finds out who's trying to kill you. He doesn't do, like, detective work and figure out a plot. He, he poses beca- as you. He poses as you. And, and then, then gets shot. And then stands up because he was wearing a bullet yeah, and then, or something. And then he tries to fight the guy that tries to kill, you know... The person he who hired him. Well, and when we meet him, he was hired by Lex Luthor, our Lex Luger. Our, our very own Lexi Pooh, bald headed, evil mind, got addicted to being Brainiac's boyfriend one time. Oh, I ship it. It was that's my favorite shipping. If you guys have any, have any Lex Luthor Brainiac art out there, please send it to our Patreon links. You know, in the description. Anyway, um, go back going back to Human Target. So he we start off the story with him posing as Lex Luthor. Um, he goes on a stage and gets shot by a. Well, he drinks. He drinks some coffee. I think meant it's for water. Lex Luthor. Is it's it water? water? Yeah, it is water. Uh, he drinks some water that was meant for Lex, and then he goes on stage, starts his little press conference, and then gets shot. By a crazy dude wearing a bomb vest who immediately starts like... He starts putting some political statement about... uh, He's like, I did what Superman couldn't do. Yeah, like it's that easy, buddy. What Superman... 
won't do. Hey, what the superhero won't do? I'm gonna kill everybody. Meanwhile, Chance is laying on the floor in a bald cap, like I puked in my mouth. <laughs> you and I, I think you can relate to um, Christopher Chance Christian because you wore a bald cap a couple times. In I, your don't life. Wanna, I don't want to talk about my bald cap, <laughs> but um, but uh, he. Uh, God. <laughs> so, so he, he gave me dark flashbacks to having to wear a bald cap one time for stage oh, yeah, for, theater. But anyway, so a theater person. So he does his job for Lexi, and he finds out that from Doctor Midnight because he's part of the Justice League and he has the best health insurance in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Midnight. Somebody, somebody poisoned. Luthor. Someone poisoned was trying to poison Luthor, and he ended up getting poisoned instead. He has twelve days to figure out who killed him, and then he goes, "Well, who would want to kill you?" And then Lex Luthor goes, "Oh, just the entire." Justice League International. It was the, it was actually Doctor Midnight. It was that is true. It well, was like, I guess it was both of them kind of. Well, I don't know. Well, Doctor Midnight was like the only people who would have had access to that kind motive, of poison. Yeah, would have been to the Justice League International. There are all these people who went to this dimension. So yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. they came back and they're the only people that would have that that radiation on them. So it's each day he tries to speak to a JLI member and he gets and a little cool bit closer to the to the mystery. It's like a crime noir. It's like a it's like a noir little thing like he has his like office above like a pizza joint what is it again luigi's luigi's yeah and, and uh <laughs> he gets his like, breakfast there when ice shows up he's like she walked in and i and i could feel the room get cold you know what i mean like the narration's very like film noir yeah uh throwback that tom king is doing um but it, it, does he link up with ice first yes ice is the first person that comes to sim and guess the what sweetest member of the jli yeah and guess what um it's part it's part mystery and also part romance because then um, Christopher Chance and Ice start getting a little you know too a little too close to each other and you know they start solving the mystery. Ice wants to help Chance solve the mystery. Even and Chance solves the mystery of uh, what would it feel like to have sex with the cold body, the coldest woman in the world. <laughs> I think Ice is a necrophiliac. Well, he his I think like his. Remember in the book when he's like he's also like constantly in pain. He's coughing all the time. He's disgusting. Because of the poison. Yeah. Well, I think he's already. He has to had take that. this medicine that Doctor Midnight gives him. That gives him twelve days to live if he takes all of the pills. Amazing. So he has twelve days to solve his own murder. But the only thing that can like calm his pain in his body is like an ice chill through his body. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that could really solve the deep sadness within me is a hookup with this chick I just met. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not. I wasn't really into it, uh, honestly. The romance between them, I can see some people getting into it, but I well, personally wasn't I mean, it definitely distracts him from uh, solving his own murder, and he figures that, and he's like, "Well, all right, I gotta go. Gonna, can you help me go interview some people? Like, can you get me in contact with Booster Gold? Should we go into spoiler alert territory now? No, should we, we just talk about the the, uh, each, the events that as they happen. <laughs> So they first meet up. So Ice has no leads, but they did end up having. She's like, sex. I have no leads, but I'm here to help you. And he's like, How can you? They help call. Me? They start up a whole like love triangle with Guy Gardner, because uh, Guy Gardner, even though they're not dating anymore, Ice, um, he's still possessive of Ice. And Christopher Chance is like, Hey, man, I'm just trying to. I'm gonna die a couple days, so I'm not trying to steal your woman. But you know, there's still some beef there. But the uh, first person that they do see, him and Ice, they do see uh, Booster Gold. And that gives them the first clue to their mystery, which is the poison water. Yes. He... Boost, Booster has access to a water supply, apparently, that can that, that can slip through Lex Luthor's um, data banks, his scans, because he scans all his food with poison. So he has to, has to be a certain water or, uh, or something component to make it pass those scanners out at a date. Has to be out of date, so the yeah. scanners cannot see it. So Booster Gold hints that there is um, a secret friend who's supplying him that water. What happens next? Oh, who else could that friend be? Ted Cord. Ted Cord. They the go blue bottle. Well, uh, it's he. He also has startup money. They were like, "Oh, you need it startup money. You're obviously going to have your best buddy, uber rich Blue Beetle superhero help you out." Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and after that, too. Um, Freaking Guy Gardner shows up and beats Chance up again. Oh yeah, it's a, that's that's a, that's a really good scene. When um, was that the scene where Chance is uh, just trying to chill mm-hmm. and he convinces Luigi because he has the skills to like make disguise and stuff. He gives Luigi a Hal Jordan disguise and you know um, intimidates um, Guy Gardner 
to where he can take off his ring and Chance can throw in a punch. So I thought that was pretty cool. I yeah. feel like that's a pretty Moon Knight-ish thing to do. Him well, he gets, and, like he Moon Knight gets, and Frenchie. Uh, that yeah, yeah. sounds like something they do. He has like he has a uh, he has him show up and he's like, dude, come on, man, seriously, harassing a dying man. Give me your ring. <laughs> give me your ring. That's <laughs> come on. But God, look how Jordan. No, <laughs> come on, give me your ring. And then Guy Gardner's like, okay. <laughs> the only person that Guy Gardner could like straight up listen to. And then Chance knocks him out, and then Luigi's like, man, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a green lantern ring on that was insane that was nuts didn't like didn't luigi like fly in too yeah, like he, had a, he gave him the lantern he gave him a lantern ring i don't know how he has it but he fucking i know he i know he stole it off of um he had like i don't know how he did this ring thing but maybe it was like special effects making him fly down it was crazy like but anyway so they go and they find blue beetle the blue beetle. the blue beetle one was kind of interesting because it was mostly just blue beetle being like hey all right well i gotta go do this next oh, yeah, thing. He, he's a, he was a busy guy he got business and superhero work and he kind of just drags yeah um the two around the world and ice kind of just helps him out and, and the chance... entire time the entire time chris is coughing and dying and drinking whiskey and going damn she's so hot when she beats up bad guys <laughs> man i'm dying but Her damn is she hot great in the in that tight i wonder who killed me i wonder who's gonna i wonder who's been, I, I need to figure out who poisoned me could it be blue beetle but after they uh, fight a, a long... mutant bear at first chance thought like wow this was a complete waste of time but then at the very end of the night, him and Blue Buttle had a couple of beers, got him drunk, and he revealed uh, that he didn't give money to Booster Gold. He gave money to Martian Manhunter, who right. could have been the supplier who gave the water to, to Booster Gold. So now the lead is Martian Manhunter. The Martian Manhunter is now the guy. So Ice sets up a dinner. Dinner day. Manhunter. Uh, which I think... It was a pretty... Actually, this was a pretty good... Um, this was a good issue. issue. Yeah, because uh, Chance is in a mental battle with... The, yeah, he, uh, has, Martian to, he Man has to Hunter. keep Martian Manhunter out of his head. The entire the entire span of this one issue is just him passing the salt, and it's just flashes of like Chance's memories mixed in with Martian Manhunter's memories because they're both having like this mental battle yeah, as, it, it, it as flashes, he's passing the salt. It flashes back to like uh, Chance being trained by one of his old handlers on how yeah, to keep telepath. people out. Yeah, he was trying to keep people out, but by the end he couldn't. Learned that he couldn't keep people out of his mind, but he did know how to steal people uh, t- telepathics uh, memories. Yeah, you know because because he learned that when they when they come into your mind, that means they're in there too. So you have access to their mind. All you got to do is just let them have full access to yeah. your memories, and then you'll have you access them, to their memories. You got to make sure that they don't realize that you're in there with them. Yeah, that you don't feel them poking around. So he pokes around Martian man muncher's head. Of, uh, See, yeah, and some naughty stuff, some uh, naughty Martian stuff that I'd never thought my boy John would get into. But hey, man, I heard he sneaks Oreos out of the JLI lounge. So I hear that too. So he's up to he could be up to anything. You're not supposed to have snacks out of the lounge. Martians aren't supposed to have sugars like that. No, no, no. <laughs> but also, chance chance makes Martian Manhunter watch his dad die. <laughs> Chance is like, yeah, my dad was into gambling. Look, check it out. <laughs> yeah, we this. Oh yeah, this was also a good issue to get into Chance's, um, his backstory, his little kid back, his traumatic yep. kid story. And, and there's some shady stuff going on with John and Green and Fire. Green Fire, yeah, the Green Flame. Turns is that out. Her name? Her name, her name, her name was fire, originally right? the yeah. Her name was originally the Green Flame, but they just call it shortened to Fire for now. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So she's here too, right? They found out that. Well, Chance found out that Fire and John is having an affair. What? But Martians don't like fire. But guess what? John's a little, you know, he's a little, you know, freaky deaky. You know, he likes a little. I mean, fire. he is a freak. He's from Mar. He's from Mars. <laughs> yeah. Most people I've met from Mars are freaks. So sh- they're having sex on the side, and Martian Manhunter is giving her money. Yeah, and basically, Chance from this dinner and all of that, that entire process is just him passing the salt, like yeah. you said. Which good. is, it's just, it's just. It's one each issue is a day, right? Yeah. And each day he goes after a different lead, uh, especially in the early books. And the John lead is just a great vehicle to give us a bunch of backstory on chance and also give us a new lead and point us in a direction that is the first hint that ice is not pointing us in. Yeah. Because Ice has been kind of like, oh, yeah, let's go talk to Booster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Booster had a secret guy. Oh, it must have been to- Ted. Oh, we oh, should also... Um, oh, Ted gave Martian Manhunter money? Okay, yeah, let's go talk to him, I guess. And then on his own, Chance got into Martian's head and saw the flashback with fire. We should also put a part in a story detail in here that um, Ice was originally killed by Lex Luthor. Yes. But until she, you know, she came back, you know, DC style. But... um. 
Which they do touch on, which uh, think, King does touch on. They think that is probably a motive Fire would use mm-hmm. to kill Lex Luthor and Guy Gunner. He's also a suspect. Yeah, because um, because Chance brings it up to Ice and Ice gets pissed at him. Yeah. And she's like, she'd never. And he's like, uh, but that's a motive. Hey, that's... he killed you. You know, like, Lex Luthor killed you. She has a motive. Yeah. And she was like, like you, they were like literally friend. best. Yeah, best friends. Exactly. So they they have a lover's quarrel and she runs out on him and he spends a whole day moping with Dr. Midnight. And then guess what? Until she comes back. And then instead of solving the mystery of how he died, he's having he sex with her. her and he starts banging her. Her girlfriend, her, her boyfriend shows up. <laughs> what a up. coincidence. I was just about to interrogate you and you're at my door now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who's this? Guy Gardner following oh, you close behind. Oh, what's this? A fight between Guy Gardner and Ice and then Guy Gardner's assaults Ice. Holy shit. And, yeah, then, and then uh, Ice freezes Guy Gardner and Chance smashes him to a million what pieces. A, what a shocking moment for me. <laughs> like, I know Guy Gardner is a dickhead, but this is like, that was they, like the most I've ever seen. I honestly, and it's the end of volume one. So yeah. that's how volume one ends is they kill Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner Holy together, shit. That was insane. Because they're falling in love, they decide to cover it up together. <laughs> like you do. That's like, what love, a, that's like what a happy couple. <laughs> like a happy couple. Yeah, yeah, so Chance goes back to his office above Luigi's. And fires there waiting for him, and that's 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 the close on chapter or uh, volume one into volume two. Guy Gardner, what the fuck? They basically Ice is like it was Guy, it was Guy the whole time. Guy did it, and then Guy goes shows up all pissed and starts fighting, and then he, she smashes him, and he's like, oh, I guess that's case closed. And then volume two opens up, and fires like I know who really did it. It was Guy. It was Guy. Yeah. So. What, how, how does it work? They had like a little date themselves. Yeah, they go out and watch jazz music. Okay, they, yeah, him and Fire so have they a little cigarettes date. in a lounge and watch jazz. Um, and the entire time, Smoke is like, "It was, it was your boy. It was, it was Gardner. You got to talk to Gardner." And what, what like, a cool! Oh. Hey, how lucky for me! I just killed the guy that <laughs> tried to kill me. So yeah, and then and then Chance does some uh, some notebook shit and like tries to kill himself on a Ferris wheel, and he makes Fire like save him. Oh yeah, that's Remember to prove that? that fire wasn't the the person that yeah. poisoned him. Because why? He was like, why would he was she like I had to see if you were the one to kill me or not. I want to see if you were a real superhero, pretty much. Yeah. Even though she that pissed her off. Yeah, basically, it's him like fucking with the, with fire the whole time, and then she tries to like kiss him, and then he goes and he bangs ice. Yeah, he, he, fire tries There's to kiss him and he he denies it and goes fuck ice. I will say he does he does bang ice a lot. Like that that's all that's going on a lot. And then they all have breakfast together. How nice. And then the next issue opens with him waking up next to Ice and somebody's come to get him. It's somebody's, Rocket Red. Somebody's, that's missing, our boy. somebody's missing Guy Gardner. Somebody apparently someone somebody misses likes Guy, Gardner. Guy Gardner. There's it's, one person on the entire world who's friends with Guy Gardner. And it's fucking Rocket Red. A it's good Dimitri, man. Dimitri, dude. I love him. This this was a kind of a This is a this is a good uh, sequence where he's like poking through the door. He's like, hey, dude, I'm in super armor. Like, you shouldn't shoot at me. Like, it's just going to piss me off. And then Chance shoots at him again. And he's like, all right. I guess I have to fuck, fuck, fucking I fight guess you. I have to fucking fuck your shit up now. This, is a, this is a pretty heartbreaking uh, issue to read of my boy Rocket Red. But Why it does that? show how much of a badass he is. How much he's willing to go to to intimidate his to to make sure his friends are good. Yeah, because he's but like, think, especially I when had you f- dinner date with guy, especially guy not when shows you f- up. Yeah, too strange. Guys like that, but then I but then guy doesn't call, doesn't text. But at the end, um, I, I go s- looking for energy signature, not on planet. Yeah, he kidnaps Chance and he just like pretty much tortures him the entire day to try to get a confession. Two days because he has a he has a very good point because. He said, "Like, hey, I'm talking to. I was talking to Guy Garner the past couple of days, and he's talking your shit about Trish of a chance. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm he's gone. I go see you. You have traces of Green Lantern energy on you, and you yeah. said I haven't seen a Green Lantern in a while. How can you say you haven't seen a Green Lantern if you have Green Lantern Ray all over you? That's sus as fuck. So, Dimitri's fucking cool. Dimitri just shows up and starts dropping him from the stratosphere, <laughs> catching him, and then bringing him back. up. Yeah, and but Chance him again. Uh, is suicidal, so he doesn't care. Well, he's not suicidal. He's already dying." Yeah, and, and in his head, he's like, "Oh, I've solved my mystery already." Like it was he Guy Gardner who tried to first kill me. Of all, let's, let's take a, let's take a side note right now. Remember what Lex Luthor said to him at, at the beginning? He said, "Hey, he shot you in the chest, but I noticed you weren't really wearing any protective headgear. What would happen if he shot you in the head?" He's like, "Well, I guess I would have died." That's true. 
You said something earlier this week when we were talking about Tom King. You were like, Tom King keeps writing sad characters. We should check on him. <laughs> sad and suicide I, characters. Yeah, I was like, well, he was in the CIA, Eric. He was not a only, CIA officer. Not man. only, yeah, not only stuff. a CIA um, a member, he was an officer. So he's seen he some. He fought the fucks. terrorist, man. He knows, the, he knows all the fuck secrets that we know about or we don't know about. He's got classified ones up in there rattling he, he, around. Yeah, he's probably looking us, looking us all, up right now. I, Comic books where Brian was like, yeah, read Mr. Miracle. And I was like, oh, shit, is Mr. Miracle just him going over his PTSD? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Somebody give Greg Smallwood, give Tom King a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever artist is working with him at the moment. And then maybe, like, somebody cosplay Ice and let, let him bang you. <laughs> just kidding. He has a wife. That's maybe what, she dresses up as Ice for him. Uh, that's what Oda did. He married a he sure cosplayer. Did, he sure did. And that's why he's goaded. And then Dimitri's like, oh, my bad. Oh yeah, uh, Ice would manage to, um, I guess, with the help of a uh, well, I- Chance. Chances. Chance had it ready that uh, Guy Gardner could leave a message on a ring to be like, "I'm out at space right now, Dimitri. My bad." So he gets that message, and then he's like, "My bad." Here's a bottle of vodka. Yeah, and that then Chance he, smashes on his fucking. Head. He beats the shit out of him, and he's like, "I could have been spending this time banging ice." Okay, true. All right, I will give a chance to that. Yeah, you're right. Your final days, you you didn't want to waste one day getting tortured, but at the same time, you you did kind of kill a guy. Yeah. He did, and so, he, and he's now paranoid that Batman's coming for him. Yeah, the very God, next God issue, it's the Batman issue. Or, it's the Batman because he was a member of the JLI, and the entire time. So actually, this issue opens up oh, with him dead. Yeah, you're right, and he's, he did. He uh, is dead. He's he's absolutely dead when Ice wakes up next to him, and she gives she resuscitates him. She revives him using her ice powers. Ice. Um, they go to Dr. Midnight. He's like, yeah, my bad. Just make sure you're doing your medicine. Make sure you don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Uh, and then he starts driving. He starts driving to the middle of nowhere. He starts, he like... completely paranoid. This is, like, fear and loathing in Las Vegas style of, like, just driving into the middle of nowhere. He's just dragging ice something. with... He just drags ice with him. Yeah. She goes happily. So... They, they stop at a diner. He sees a guy who lo- might look like Bruce Banner in a, with a goatee and a, and a yeah. bad disguise. So, going through Chance's head, he, he thinks that, like, there's no way in hell that Batman... Batman found out by now. Yeah, Batman would have figured this out by now that, ch- that Guy Gardner's missing and he had to die. Yeah. So that's why he's on the run. Ba- Batman <laughs> is the only person that he thinks that would know that the thing is the, the tape that he sent Rocket Red is fake. Yeah, and probably scared. He's probably yeah. scared as shit. So he beats the hell out of just some random dude to die who kind of looks like Bruce Banner. Keeps driving. Doesn't listen to Ice at all. Ice flips the car to get him to stop. She puts ice on the road. Remember that? Yeah. They flip the car, and then they're walking through the desert, Beavis and Butthead style. To get away from Batman. They want to be in a desert so they they can see Batman coming. Oh, okay. Um, And so ice builds him a little ice home in the middle of the desert. Oh, how? yeah. By the way, Christopher Chance's resistance to cold, ridiculous. Well, remember, his body is hurting. His body is hurting, I guess. So... He's like, it's like an ice pack, but for my penis. <laughs> for my penis and my throat. But they spend an entire night in the desert in an ice house. So he I, finally figures, he comes to the conclusion that... Chance, Batman's not coming. Batman's not coming because Batman knows that Guy Gardner's alive. Yeah, pretty much. Guy Gardner's not dead. So he has so his next lead. So that... <laughs> Who's I, his next lead? If Guy Gardner's not if dead... If Guy Gardner's not dead, who else... He has to figure out if Guy Gardner's dead it's or not. It's Nort, our next, our our next favorite Nord. Green Lantern. Our boy Nort. What? Somebody poisoned you. A favorite dog man, space alien with the lantern ring. God, I love him. And he's just like living in some house. Drinking beer. He's just living in some house, (laughs) drinking beer, hanging out on Earth. Look at his little cartoon hand, goddamn Green Lantern. I'm glad he. I'm glad he's hanging out on Earth. He's I'm like, glad. guy's missing, huh? Oh man. Oh okay. wow. Who well, gives I guess a fu- I could take you to the super secret, super restrictive archives of Oa, <laughs> but I'm not really supposed to do that because the last time I did that, they got all mad at me and talked about like the responsibility of being a Lantern Nord. So if you ever see a Guardian of one, don't just tell just, him I didn't. <laughs> just tell him I didn't bring you into the archives of everything. And Christopher Chance is like this. Tells you everything. He's like, yeah, past, present, and future. That's tells why it's you- so restricted. Yeah. So they found the archives that um, the pretty much every Chance. lanterns on on record, and they found out that Guy Garner is still alive. Chance also goes and looks at his own life. <gasps> That's right. They because they um, have a record on everything because the Guardians of Oa are fucking freaks. Yep. And then he tries the NSA. And he, <laughs> he goes and he looks at uh, guys, and he finds out that guys is is guys. You said guys is missing. 
He doesn't he find guys? Yeah, he find a guy. He find yeah. out. He finds out guys' location because uh, that database right. has a uh, the active location of uh, all the much Green everyone. Lan- yeah, all the active Green Lanterns, especially. And then it, and then one of the Guardians walks in and fucking Nort lays him out with a kick to the head. <laughs> he, he's, he's all drunk. He's all drunk and slurring and like he's getting ratted on by his fucking drill sergeant. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he kicks him in the head. He's like. We should get going back home now. I think you know, and uh, fine guy. <laughs> and chances like, like worried. he's also pissed drunk this ent- this whole time. Yeah, chances kept giving him beer. And chances all like, is he gonna? Is he? Are you gonna be all right? It's like, oh, dude, this happens all the time. They always yell at me. They always give me a slap on the wrist, and then I just keep going being a lantern. So good. Well, so I'm not worried for him. I'm good yeah, for him. And then Nort shows him. up and is like, "Yo, this guy said you were missing, guy." And guy's oh yeah, like, they God found. Damn it, Nort! They found guy a couple of blocks away, chilling at a bar. Yeah. And Nort's like, hey, what the heck? What's this hey, what the heck, guy? Why? What is this potentially this killing this guy. So, Jeez, uh, and then Chance again punches him in the face. Amazing. Yes, that's right. He he he. Uh, Charisma checked uh, Guy Guard into taking his ring off to fight man on man. And then he also, yeah, and also give him. A, he punched him with a. Uh, a he punched him with a fist covered in peanut butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Guy Garner has a peanut allergy. Yes, there we go. Yeah, played dirty. Because so this wasn't the first time that Guy Garner was messing with him with his yeah, ring. Yeah, because well, what happens is Guy Garner takes the ring off. He gets punched in the face by a So by he wants chance, to put it back. And then he puts the ring back on to beat the fuck out of Chance. And then this time, Chance was like, nah, peanut allergy, pussy. Peanut allergy. You fucking loser, dude. <laughs> you almost killed him with a peanut allergy. So um, he confesses, right? Yeah, he confesses pretty much. The, well, he doesn't. Well, he says that Ice put him up to it. Yes. Right. He's like, Ice put me up to this whole like pretend fake, to be fake, dead yeah, thing. Fake. I don't know why. She and says I can. She says I can fuck her, so I'm gonna so, do it. So issue number eleven. So, right. I'm glad that Guy Gardner is not a real assault person. Like, no, but he's still a douchebag. Oh yeah, he's still a douchebag. Still but, a you shitty know, guy. At least he doesn't hit I women. I miss nice Guy Gardner. Yeah, that, that's a From good guy. JLI. Well, when, he, when he got punched in the head by Batman, he turned nice. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. It was he got. He it's like he got hit in the head. He oh, for he was he was down below the console looking for yeah, something. Yeah, he either got electrocuted like, or hit his head. Up, he got hit in the, I don't even know what happened there. It wasn't really. I hope sad. it gets expanded upon in either volume two or volume three of the omnibuses. Ah, yes. Uh, that we will be going over once we read those as well. But back to um, the this. story is wrapping up. Basically, chance deduces that Ice did it. No shit. Right. It's like, oh, you mean the one member of the JLI who showed up day one to help you investigate and immediately just started wasting all your time by yeah, banging giving, you? <laughs> banging you, telling, deteriorating, uh, keeping you away from the main people of the of the, uh, of the murder. They like go to the beach. Fire. They have a sweet little, like, oh, are you? I love this. I actually love this uh, issue because Chance is just takes so much... Uh, pride in being petty in this because <laughs> Ice fell in love with him. That's what it was illustrated in the issue where she wakes up next to him and he was dead because she could have just left him dead. Yeah, he didn't figure it out. She wouldn't have been found out. Like he was the only one who was on the trail. Like he would, she would have been in the clear, but she revived him because she actually did fall in love with him. And so like he's chilling on the beach and there's this one page where she's laying on his chest and he goes, "Will you miss me?" And then he goes, I got lucky, you know, I won't miss you. And then it's just a close-up of Ice crying. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> well, then again, you, you did kill me. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> will, you, will you miss me? I yeah, will. And I can't because I'm going to die because you killed me. They go on a little ice island, and Ice goes out there and talks about how she was always uh, mischaracterized as the sweet one, the quiet one, the nice one. Oh, Ice will the delicate up one. It, the delicate one. But uh, she's someone a, to be protected. But she's actually has uh, one of those, you know, hearts of steel. She's yeah, cold. she's actually because she's, <gasps> she's cold as ice. She's as cold as ice. She's willing to sacrifice their love. <laughs> uh, because Dude, he's Tom dying. King was listening to that song the entire time he was writing this. He played it on a loop while he was writing it. I like the book. It was I like it. And they they will go on walking on a beach, and she gives him a gun and is like, "Kill me, kill, kill me, because I, I love, love you. you." Oh, no, nope. No, he dies. She keeps living. Inky Pinky Ponky, the guy dies. <laughs> Ice cries. <laughs> Inky Ponky. John 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 Johns shows up and is like, Ice, you're you're being a you're being scary, dude. Uh, uh, John's all like, I'm doing an investigation on the Christopher Chance murder. Yeah. And I'm gonna I need to use you as a suspect. And Mice was like, Let me tell you about something, John. How about I take control of this investigation and you tell everybody else to butt out of it? Batman, elongated man, all those guys. I'll handle this. I'll handle this. And then she 
hints and, that, and she hints that she knows things w- between her. Yeah, he's and like, no, that wouldn't be because you're wrapped up in it. And she's and like, she's just like, hey, remember when you were banging ice and you got money for and, the thing? And, and he was like, oh. And then she was all like, if anyone asks why I'm investigating it, just tell them that I'm that I'm just sweet. There's some shit like that. Yeah. So what does uh, he do with uh, tr- Christopher Chance's ashes? Oh, the best thing ever. <laughs> Because he gets cremated and he gets put in a whiskey bottle. She doesn't know what to do with it. And she's out at the ocean on a little ice thing, like uh, the last day they spent together, and freaking guy shows up. He's like, hey, hey, now, that like, hey babe, now that dude's dead, can I fuck? <laughs> hey, mind if I hit? <laughs> <laughs> and then she smashes his bottle on his head. Scattering the ashes. Yeah, let him have his rest. I thought this was a good book. Yeah, I liked it was pretty good. It was a fun little mur- murder mystery. I couldn't get into the romance, but I really the mystery part was great. The illustrations were great. I love I, them all. The thing about the romance, though, is it's it only happens because she's the one who killed him. Yeah. So like it only happened. That's why I like it because it's like so yeah. So by the end, her goal wasn't to fall in love with him. Her goal was to keep him away from figuring out that she killed him. So yeah. So now that reading, yeah. So that it makes it. Worth it at the end, pretty much. Yeah, like, was I was like, I was not into it, but then I kind of now understand her motives behind you, it a little bit more. And yeah, I talked to you after you read three issues, and you were like, "I hate this book." And I was like, what? "I didn't like, hate." I was like, just saying, like, I didn't "This is bullshit with the romance and everything. It's dumb." I'm like, "No, it's not dumb. It's so good." But it, was not, kinda, it was it was kind of dumb at first. If you understand, because like. The, first of all, he gets he gets he gets poisoned, and it's like, all right, we got to solve the mystery. And then all of a sudden, detour. He has he's making love to like ice for three days. You got twelve days to live, man. You're he does it, okay, he does it for one full day. Then the very two next, day, I'm gonna give you. He two does days. it one full day because the next day he wakes up, they go interview Booster. Then he bangs her that night. Then the next day he wakes up and he goes, he talks to Blue Beetle. He bangs her every night. Oh my god, yeah. So he wastes a lot of time in the night. But there's some her. days they're just you know wasting all time dating her. But uh, you know another point. To, uh, uh, Basically, Tom King is trying to tell you: don't fall in love. Women will poison you. Another funny point, no, uh, funny thing to point terrible. out is that I'm currently reading the uh, the latest Fire and Ice run. Fire and Ice, welcome to Smallville. And that's and it's, them. That's them it's a very co- protection. Yeah, is it? No, no, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's a, it's a very like um comedic take on the two, like an odd couple thing. With like, hey, it's it's I'm fire and but I'm that, ice, and we have a beauty salon full of re- uh, recovering villains. And, it's and like ice is like, hey, remember when we accidentally <laughs> yeah, killed the, that guy? This takes place, and fire's like, stop talking. <laughs> this story place takes place after the human target, like, and I don't know if like the universe reset it in between this time, but like. Now I'm reading this new section with a new with a new, with light, a new right? outlook on ice. Like right. ice, you killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> and fire, you helped cover it up. Yeah, but it's a good read. It's a good read. Honestly, yeah. uh, I would highly recommend it. I'd give it a I'd give it a four and a half out of. I'll give it three out of five. That's fair. That's a fair score from Eric. Thank you. Yes. So that sums up our human target saga. I guess we should move on to the next segment. I had almost had a burp there. I'm sorry. Um, are we gonna say it? We gotta say it at the same time. Remember? What is the next segment? You know, villain of villain, villain of, of the week. week. You're gonna oh. leave me hanging there, buddy. Sorry, I forgot what the next segment was. <laughs> oh man, you're, you're that worm in your brain is affecting my memory. Don't worry. I think it's I think it's like in cocoon state right now. That's fair. So it's gonna be a butterfly. Soon. Last week we <laughs> uh, we went over the Brothers Grimm, a brief history on their first couple of appearances. And since you handle two villains, I get two villains in a row. No, I'm just but I, I just want to say I'd like to upgrade. I'd like to update. I've done more research since our recording last session. I think the Brothers Grimm uh, are more of a four. What did I tell you? You said five. (laughs) I said five. (laughs) I said seven. Uh, I'm now realizing more of a four. Those guys are more of a four. (laughs) The night shift that I was so lit about, I was so excited about the night shift. I read more. That's a gang of villains so dumb that one dude posing as a villain convinced them to fight other gangs, (laughs) pretending that they're doing it because they want to be the top gang, but he's really just cleaning up gang violence in L.A. That's oh what Lord. the night shift was. It's a bunch of villains tricked into doing good. It's like one of those. I, it, I have those. I have those problems too. When I like, I read something about a group or a character, and I'm like, wow, these, this looks really cool. And then it turns out to be a bunch of goofballs or just plain just dumb. <laughs> but fun fact: night shift. Uh, we have an old friend in it, the werewolf by night. Oh, uh, werewolf Jack Russell. <laughs> werewolf <laughs> B Midnight with that dog in him. But what this week is Eric's week to bring a villain to the table. We're going to alternate back and forth. Eric's going to cover mostly DC. I'll cover mostly Marvel. But what do you got Uh, this week? uh, We I bring uh, a very obscure Wonder Woman villain uh, that you probably will never hear about. His name is the Angle Man. 
Who is he? Who is he? He is an Italian thief, gangster, and an inventor. Um, the reason he is called the Angle Man is because he takes into account every possible angle when formulating a plan. And? And? <laughs> That's the only reason he's called the Angle Man? <laughs> when he was first introduced, yes. Okay. He was all so about... this is his first iteration. We're talking... Okay, we're going yeah, to do a little history. Um, but pretty much, he was just this dude who just looked formulating plans and thinking about every possible angle or, like... To find the angle in something. You know what I'm talking about. I always thought about this guy like a Captain Kuro from One Piece when I'm reading this guy. Yeah, the, 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 the angle of many, the man of many angles. Yeah, because Kuro. The man of a thousand angles. Yeah, despite. <laughs> the man of a thousand angles. <laughs> the Isn't man of a thousand a angles. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Wait, that is. <laughs> it's, uh, it's infinite. I have infinite angles. Isn't that a circle? Be quiet. Because, <laughs> you know, Captain Kuro, despite his black cat um, gimmick, he's also the. I have a million plans. I'm make. smarter than the knave. <laughs> I'm smarter than the average pirate. I mean, at least in the East Blue. <laughs> I'm dumb everywhere else. So what's an example of him having multiple angles on it? So this, so initially he was just a, he wasn't a costumed adventurer. No, he, he was, was not a, a this guy, guy was not a costume. He was just a gangster who just looked like a regular dude. The first one was named, his name was Andrews from the Golden Age. or yeah, Angles, Angles Andrews. Angles Andrews, as his friends call him, appearing in uh, 1953. And pretty much just a normal dude. And um, going into the Silver Age, we were introduced to a new Angleman. And back then, they didn't really have a transition. They didn't transition pretty well. They just kind of like, oh, we're going to use a character we didn't use in a while. But now he's different, a little bit different. Um, this one's called Angelo Bent. First appearing in 1960. He's fancier dressed. He, he looks different than his original appearance. Instead of just a normal dude. He has sunglasses, nice hair, more uh, nicer suits, a pencil-thin mustache, and he smokes from a cigarette holder. A classy guy. I like him. Um, one, of his, one of examples of his angle plans is that I'm going f- to put up this fake uh, women's um, competition in town. Vote for, your, vote for the most inspirational women, people. And I'm going to trick Wonder Woman... When she uh, wins, and she wins this fake competition, and she has to put her uh, these um, her footprints on the cement, is yeah. what's like, like, oh, a, like the Hollywood. Christ. But guess what? Ha ha! Wonder Woman, that's actually some that you are stuck there. And she's like, "Oh no, I'm stuck." Yes, <laughs> I thought of every possible angle, Wonder Woman, and she did. Like he did pop out, and she was like, "Angle man." And I was confused at first because I was like, wait, this is, isn't this his first appearance? This is when I found out about yeah. the Golden Age version of him. Ah, uh, so she recognizes him. So she recognizes him even though this is like a new, like, yeah. looking version of Angle Man. So even though he's like, I thought of every angle, Wonder Woman, she just does a really, she just thrusts her body upwards and like oh, brings the cement, yeah, brings a cement block with her as she jumps in the air. He's like, oh, I didn't think of that one. It's like in uh, Identity Crisis when... Uh who was it again? It was Green Arrow describing the fight between Deathstroke and the Justice League. And he goes, Hawkman was ready. And then Deathstroke cuts <laughs> off Hawkman's harness. And he was like, but, but not for, for that. that. Like, That's the one thing you should have been ready for. <laughs> keep, keep he's up. like, I thought of every angle. And Wonder Woman was like, what if I just fly? And she's like, ah. Oh. I didn't think of that angle. So for a while, this guy was just a dude who just came up with plans. Um, and he was an inventor. He, just, he, brought, he, he invented weird things like... Uh, thing like a thing that can bring a statue to life to fight Wonder Woman. That's or neat. I'm gonna shrink myself and go into Steve Trevor's brain to like get information out. Oh, that's a new angle. <laughs> he got many. He's got infinite he angles. Got, wait, hold on. He did a Gene Laurie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he pulled a Gene Loring. So eventually, um, he ends up joining the Secret Society of Supervillains. Hell yeah! Which is a lot of like big hitters in that Gorilla Grodd, Sinestro, Star Sapphire. Um, a lot of Flash villains. And he shows up for a moment. And this is the first time... Killer like, Frost? Killer Frost? No, not this one. Gorilla but, Grodd? But Pharaonic Man was in it. Oh, yeah, he was. The Pharaonic Man. So... This is the so now as he, when he's in the secret society he now has an actual supervillain costume because they require it because yeah pretty much like, kind of like the guild <laughs> yeah um, and he has a new invention that's gonna be like a staple for his character it's called the angler yeah, I don't know what they're called because I'm not a math guy but it's yeah. the it's the little like measuring thing that's like a triangle and it's like a, he weaponized it so let me try to but pull what can up it the, do again you told me a bit about it. Yeah, so 
when I first looked this guy up and fig- tried to figure out his powers, it said that he his angler has the ability to bend time, reality, and teleport him anywhere, any dimension or time. And I'm like, wow, this guy sounds open. Why did I not see much of him? And then when I try to look up more like panels of him, I can't even fucking see what it does. Yeah. So I, I gotta do, so I gotta read it to see what it actually does. And I'm so I'm reading this issue where it first makes an appearance is angler, and I'm like, okay, I'm finally gonna see what this thing does. And he's so he's explaining how he became this way. He's like, I used to be one of Wonder Woman's less powerful foes, a guy always figuring out the angles on crime, capiche? One day after she chucked me in the jail for the 30th time, I told myself, buddy, you've got to get yourself a new angle. So I coughed up some dough and built this doohickey. He just called it a doohickey. This thing that can control time and like space. He calls it, I just made a doohickey and I can somehow make it jump dimensions. So pretty much in this issue of, of Secret Society, they're killing off the Justice League, right? Yeah. But they don't kill them off right away. They poison them with Poison Ivy's thing. And then they use Angler Man's angle to slow down their death. And then so they can have all it's the like Justice that, League like that, just dead. Um, it's like that one issue of uh, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, uh, where he's like, hey, uh, Mannheim, kill these guys. Just kill them. <laughs> and so Mannheim he takes like, them to dinner. Here's some poison that will take 13 hours to kill you. Well, let me kidnap you, make you some dinner, make you eat the dinner, have a pleasant conversation. Oh, by the way, you're about to explode in 13 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's poison that makes you explode, by the way. So, oh, my God. Dude, what the fuck's up with supervillains being like, kill him? No, we can't Holy. kill him yet. We, they they want to save her. That's how evil they are. They like. They, I that's... also also um, you're gonna come across this thing in comics that uh, characters have powers where it's like they'll say uh, reality manipulation or matter manipulation or yeah. or like the angler. Honestly, I like to call that the power of bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit power. It could just whatever it needs to do. It, it can, can do, do whatever it, it needs yeah, to whatever, do. Whatever the but writer it, needs it to do, it it's works. Doing it. it works. Be- it works well because. Angle Man doesn't always have the angler, and when they don't, he they gotta point it out. They're like, "Wait, weren't you able to like control time and bend reality?" And he's all like, "Yeah, well, I don't have that right now." And they're like, "What?" It's like you try keeping track of a triangle that can travel through time. All right, it gets stolen, <laughs> it gets lost, it gets broken. Like, come on, guys. he just shows up to the secret society. He's like <laughs> on his interview day, and they're like, "All right, what do you do?" Well, I've got my angler here, and, and he throws it up in the air, and it time travels away. <laughs> and they're like, oh, "Where'd it go?" And he's like, uh, "Oh, that's oh. that's me." Uh, but don't worry, guys. Even well, though he doesn't have the angler, he can still be useful. He has these throwing anglers that are just. Not boomerangs. They're not boomerangs. They're just like moon. They're like Moon Knight's little moon daggers, but they're triangle shaped. Because he's got many angles. He's got he's got a lot of angles. This guy doesn't stop with the angle puns, by the way. So I, this guy has been a villain for Wonder Woman, The Flash, Wonder Girl, and Catwoman. And um, the Flash he, is an interesting one. He fought the Flash briefly. It was like a second, like. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. Flash was like, what are you doing here, Angle Man? Oh, He's like, I'm trying to get a new angle on crime. <laughs> I thought I thought going to Central City would be a brilliant new angle. Ugh, God damn it. Flash just killed, punches him in the fucking head. Also, here's another fun fact about him that didn't never went anywhere. He's the son of Vandal Savage. He's, oh, like direct son? Direct son of Vandal. But they didn't really play into it that much. It's kind of like... When I was re- when I was kind of skimming through some comics like so his like appearances, a, oh yeah, hey, it was like way. Superman and Wonder Woman fighting Vandal Savage, and then there was Angle Man as a jobber, and <laughs> he didn't even have the angler; he was just all there, and then they defeat him quickly. So that didn't win anywhere. So, but that is a big deal. If you don't know, has he done anything like of note, super super noteworthy? Nope, nothing. He has done nothing. Where would you? Okay, as powerful as this man can be. Uh, you know, the, the ability to like warp time and like teleport and like, and like have a, have a lot of, it have a lot of angles. Yeah. I personally give him a seven. I, I think a seven's appropriate with the yeah. angle. With Without the, the angle, I give him like a three. Yeah. Three or two, honestly. Cause he just has those if freaking If he still happens things. to lose it in time or if it's not in the reality that he's in right now, he's like a three or a two. If he has his angler though and his yeah. angles, his angle darts or whatever his ang- the fuck. His, or his angle daggers. I don't know. Um. Throwing stars, angle throwing stars, angle throwing stars, maybe a seven. But yeah, I think he's a great character. I 
I, I discovered this guy when I was reading Crisis on Infinite Earth, and like there was just a panel after like a lot of a big battle happened with the Anti Monitor, and um, they just found a ran- uh, some civilians found a random triangle on the ground, and was all like, "Wow, what is this?" Harvey Bullock Harvey Bullock shows up and like, "Hey, that belongs to the Angle Man, one of Wonder Woman's foes. He probably died during the blah blah blah." Kind of like telling readers to like, "Hey, Wonder Woman's resetting everything." Kind of like uh, telling everyone like, "Everyone in Wonder Woman universe is dead." Here's a new one coming up after this, after this series is over. And I was like, who the fuck is Angle Man? And that took me down a, a brilliant uh, rabbit hole that I'm happy. Well, hell yeah, dude. Well. So, so yeah, I'd say seven's appropriate for him. Sure. Maybe six. Seven, he, six. Would, he, would you say he's a, he's a staple for the Secret Society for you? No. He, was only, made, he only made that one appearance. And then that was it. You you wouldn't put him in like your Sinister Six for Wonder Woman. Ooh, no, because there's so many better Wonder Woman villains <laughs> than Angle Man. Like egghead. I, if I would Egghead, no, that's, egghead, who's that's egghead? a Batman villain. You think about Egg Fu. Egg Fu. Yeah, that I, did, I, didn't they combine the two? No, that's uh, two completely two different characters. Which maybe if which is a foreshadow for you know later villains. Yeah, because <laughs> doesn't Marvel have an Egghead? Marvel does have an egghead. We should Dr. do. Egghead. We should do one where we both do one at the same time, and we're both. I do a DC's egghead, and you do Marvel's egghead. I'll do that if we can talk about maybe a new saga that we've begun. A saga, a new road that we're walking down. Oh together. yeah, you're a little ahead of me. I'm 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 sprinting after you. Yeah, hurry but, up, man! Um, I keep moving the end goal. You know, some of us close friends who know us know that. We're a couple Swamp Boys. Swamp Thing! Swamp Thing! Swamp Thing! I have finally started reading Mr. Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Mr. Thing Swamp. Mr. Swamp Thing. Look at him there, smiling there, at yes, us, he, loving us. He hates us. Um, he hates humanity. He hates humans. No, no, he, he likes humans enough. He Alan just doesn't Moore's like... Swamp Thing. Incredible. Volume 1? Amazing. You told me it started slow. It doesn't at all. It starts in the middle of something... That yeah, it's kind of hard to pick up because he just beats Arcade. It's the end of an arc, yeah. so there's a lot of like a couple loose ends they needed. Yeah, so like the main villain was, was Anton it? Anton Arcane. Anton Arcane. His weird and magic the mutant dude. squad. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's even canon. There's demons. He, he's a magic guy. He's a demonic. Okay. Uh, he's a guy who uses black magic. Okay, um, is Swamp Thing's main adversary? But when we pick up with Alan Moore's uh, Saga of the Swamp Thing. He just defeated him. Like he had just big killed him. And he's walking around the swamp going, Man, Swamp Thing misses you, Arcade. Maybe there isn't room in the world for monsters like us like, no now more. That, now that you are gone, I realize you are the closest thing I to a friend of a friend. And as a guy who, this is like my first Swamp Thing read, I'm like, I never know who Antoine Arcane is. Like, oh, he must have been like a very, like, a very, um, intellectual uh, villain, like, he had a good relationship with Swamp Thing, but then I see him later on in the series, it's like, this guy was fucking nuts. He's a sh- yeah, he's a shitter. <laughs> he's such a shithead. <laughs> such a Swamp Thing, why are you saying such positive things about him? Like, what Because I- Arcade was a monster, and Swamp Thing is a monster, and he was like, the world got no place for monsters no more. Maybe if this was the 1400s, maybe I could be a monster with you, Arcade, but you're <laughs> getting gone, and now I maybe might be dead and we gone can- soon, too. There was a time we could be monsters together. But we can't. Now is not the time. We can't even vote. Monsters. <laughs> Um, and then some c- c- corporation. Yeah, right? the Sunderland Corporation. Sunderland Corporation hunts uh, Swamp so, Thing down, shoots him a bunch with bullets. That yeah. work, and that works. Yeah, they managed to capture him. Yeah, because this is the begin. This is still like before Swamp Thing realized that he was immortal. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess Swamp Thing could die, and he dies. Because I'm familiar with the immortal Swamp Thing. Like, yeah, Swamp this Thing is literally the st- yeah. This is literally the start of him becoming a op. Like, yeah. before he was just a hunking, lumping monster. Yeah. Because they kill him, they freeze him, they bring him back to the Sutherland Corporation. And guess, and guess and who's doing experiments Dr. on him? Dr. Woodrow, a.k.a. The Floronic Man! The Floronic Man! He's made out of floral. skin spray. I heard that <laughs> he's he, a skin spray? <laughs> I, heard that, I heard that he puts, um, I heard that he takes a sandwich bag and he puts it in, like, on a cup. And he fills, well, the, the cup's full of water, and then he s- sprays it with the skin spray, and then uses that to masturbate. He's a real freak. <laughs> <skin spray>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have just showed him the banana trick. He creates a he creates a pseudo spe- a sphincter. So he cuts. So he's doing these experiments on frozen swamp thing, cutting them open. Yeah, and because like, the Sutherland Corporation has uh, hired him to do an autopsy on him. Yes, and he's like, 
this would be lungs if it had capillaries. This would be a heart if there was actual blood were, and stuff going like, through it. If there were like working veins, veins. and, and quarter, like uh, this would be a kidney if See, it wasn't just a solid mass of moss. Yeah, <laughs> this is literally just a piece of moss. This is no function whatsoever. <laughs> and so, then so he comes to the conclusion that like, oh, this isn't a man mixed with plant like me. This is a plant who absorbed the consciousness of a man and reconstructed a body from what that consciousness remembered. Yeah, so if you guys don't know Swamp Thing's origin, he was a scientist known as Dr. Alec Holland. He got, mm. into, exper- he got into an accident, and he caught on fire and fell into the swamp. The with, orig- the, with the experiment stuff. Yeah, the chemicals were all on him burning, and he jumps into the swamp to the end the dice. Blade. Yes, and... Um, for a while, that was the story. He came out of the swamp as a fucking monster, but now swamp as a swamp thing. As, and Alan Moore's run is is revealed that swamp thing is not actually Alec Holland. It is Alec Holland's consciousness that it absorbed that a bunch of plants absorbed. Yeah, like it's pretty much the chemicals that was on his body was getting mixed again with the moss in the swamp and, and that, the magic of the swamp. Yeah, the magic of the swamp. So and the, the green. So yeah, all these combinations created a giant fucking green booger monster. And the Florotic Man is talking to the Sutherland guy or Su- Sunderland or whatever the hell. And he's like, look, man, I don't think this is a man plant at all. I think this is a plant who thinks it's a man. <laughs> yeah. And that old dude's like, God damn it. These aren't the results I paid you for. And you know what? Get out. You're fired. And the Florida <laughs> man's like, dog, what the fuck? I did everything you wanted me to then do. He unfreezes Swamp Thing. He unfreezes Swamp <laughs> on his, Thing. On his, on his way, way out. out. The that, building down. That is the equivalent, equivalent of getting fired and taking a shit on your desk. He, that's, he got, the, that's the equivalent of causing a gas leak in your building and then locking all the doors and then throwing a match in it after getting fired because that's what that's yeah, what swamp, swamp thing, thing came up. back to life and he killed the shit out of Sunderland. He murdered Sunderland. He put his body inside just his him. body yeah. and sucked in his life essence. And then he linked up with his buddies, his, <laughs> his friends in the swamp. Uh, what was her name? Abby. Abigail. Abigail Arcane, who is the uh, and her and her wonderful trophy husband. Her wonderful, her wonderful husband, Matt Cable, who, can, who has the ability to do hallucinations. Yeah, he can make like holographic lights. And or what does he do with like it? That. He gaslights his wife. He gaslights his wife. He fucking tells her like, "I'm not drinking," but while she's out also, working, you're crazy. There's no, there's no hologram. There's never any dancing women in the room or anything. All this You're guy, seeing things. So all this guy does is get drunk and like create holographic naked women to dance for him. He just gets private dances from his own imagination. I know. He has a, literally a living wife right there he can like have <laughs> sex with. He's addicted to porn. Yeah. And also, he creates the porn. And also Abigail is the niece to uh, Arcane. Arcane, yes. Yeah, so. And they're friends with Swamp Thing. And she's looking for Swamp Thing in the swamp. And he shows back up. And she's like, oh, no. He... <laughs> Because he reads Woodrow's findings. Yeah, he discovers. And he has a psychological yeah. break that he's no longer at. Because his one hope was that he could eventually become a man again. Yeah, he and wants that hope humanity. got shattered with the with the Woodrow's findings. So he goes out to the swamp and just lays down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he becomes like part of the he's, world. He gets depressed. <laughs> he gets melts into the swamp. That's right. It's like when you get depressed and you just melt into your bed. Like something just went and laid down and became moss. They didn't even recognize him because he just, all this shit was covering him. yams. <laughs> <laughs> he started growing tubers. Oh. And Woodrow's out there studying him like, oh, yes, potatoes. Maybe these are edible. And Abigail's like, who the fuck are you, dude? <laughs> and he's like, oh, your friend had a psychological break. He is now one with the swamp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just saw his dead body just like molded into the fucking. Yeah. Swamp. And Swamp Thing's in the group. Like, Swamp Thing's in there. Swamp Thing's having oh, yeah. his consciousness. His, his consciousness is still. He's having dreams and shit while he's in the green. Yeah, he's going around the green. There's... He did stop breathing. He stopped pretending to be a human for a little bit. Oh, yeah. He went full plant mode. He went full plant. It's like when we go mode. full monkey. We He went full plant. <laughs> uh, like when you go full lizard brain, he went full plant. <laughs> um. He um he fucking he's in the plant world and he's having dreams about like his old wife. He's having dreams about Arcade. He's having dreams about Abigail. He's having dreams about uh, his skeleton that he's Matt Cable's there around. too. Matt's there and he's like, I never, I don't really have conversations with you. <laughs> hey, I'm only I'm friends. just friends with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like. The whole time he's in there, he's on the outside, his friends are just like, I guess I'll go get a job. No, that's not, that doesn't happen yet. I think so. I, 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 I'm kind of blurred. It's been a while since I read that one, but 
he does eventually. No, because the first thing that happens is he's stuck in there, and the Floronic Man's going all crazy, and he eats that's the tuber, right, and he's like, "Whoa, that's right, the Floronic Man." He yeah. gets all high and shit on the green. And he thinks that the green wants him to go and kill a bunch of people. So he yeah. goes to a town. All so he, he up goes on the full green. plant. Yeah. He goes, he starts destroying the town, killing everybody. He's and like, he kinda, hey, you, with anybody got a video camera? Come here. He pretty much holds the whole place on he lockdown. Puts, he, he tells a bunch of people to go into their homes and then he seals their homes from the outside with plants. And then he has the plants on the inside start to create increased carbon uh, monoxide or. And then it he ha- and then eventually someone lights a lighter and the houses start blowing up. Oh my lord! And he has some kid film it, and then the kid has to run five miles to the next town and fucking be like, "Vegetable." In the Justice League became they're like, "Kid, I think you just watched an episode of Powerpuff Girls and got scared." And he's like, "No, the vegetable people are attacking." Yeah, this this was this was like a real big deal for the Justice League because like they have a whole town on lockdown, a small town. Yeah, in they're Louisiana. up in the Watchtower and they're like, "Fuck." The yeah, Green Arrow was pissed off. He was like, we have eyes on New York. We have eyes on Metropolis. But who's watching this small town in Louisiana? And it cuts the swamp thing just laying yes. in the swamp. <laughs> it cuts the swamp thing. He's all he's like. Lay, he's just laying in the swamp. And he's, he's all like, like, the green's not right. He's like, what's that red clump in the green? <laughs> what's, who pushes this red like, in my like green? A, it was like a little cancer cell that was just in the middle of his like hallucination. He was like, he was like, because he like had let go of his humanity and he was just floating in the green. He was like, I'm happy here. <laughs> and he was chilling and he was like. What's that discordant noise to this the rest of this harmony? And he looks and he's like, "What is that?" And then he is that the, a human in the yeah, green. <laughs> so he stands back up and he goes to the tower. Floronic man's fucking causing mayhem, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta chill." And then Floronic man's like, "No, you must join me. Come on!" And he's like, "No, you really gotta chill." And he's like, "False prophet, false prophet, apostate!" And then Swamp Thing's like, "Well, only one thing to do. We gotta wrestle each other." <laughs> <laughs> and they start fist fighting. And they're like, the monsters are fighting! And then the Justice League are like, oh, well, hopefully this will just be a wash then. But oh, They don't man. ever even show up, do they? Was the Justice League? Yeah, they never they, even... No, they, after Swamp Thing defeats Floronic Man, they then they show up to arrest Floronic Man. Okay, all right. Because I was like, they don't even do it. They just kind of like are like, wow, this is bad. And it was then like nothing once... happens, and they're like, oh, I guess we dodged a bullet on yeah, that one. It was like once, the pl- once they found that the plants weren't, you know... Take keeping the homes hostage. They it flew was just in. a Floronic Man. Yeah, they yeah. flew in. They found this Floronic Man like fucking crazy because Swamp Thing fucked him. Swamp Thing yeah. pretty much told him like, "Hey, have... the Green doesn't like what you're doing." He's like, "No, the Green is telling me to do this. This is what the Green he's like, says." No, you're insane. No, you you're think insane. That. That's yeah. what that you're you're projecting what you want on the Green, and the Green doesn't appreciate it, dude. You're, you're fucking. A, you're, you're being a bad partner to the Green. You're harshing our relationship with the Green. And honestly, you're getting booted, buddy. You're harshing Armello. You're off the roster. Get out of here. Time to take a seat on the bench. And he cries. And then they the put Justice him in the Arkham Asylum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has a psychological break. And it's um, it's Superman and who else? It's like Superman and someone else. Yeah, and I think it was just, Green like, Arrow. Like Arkham Asylum, and they just it kinda, was like, Green shrugged. Lantern. <laughs> they kind of just shrugged. Yeah, like, yeah I guess. <laughs> It was Green Lantern and Superman. They were like, "Well, it's crazy." So we put him in Arkham, right? And they're like, oh, "Okay, I guess, yeah, that works." And then we end, and then we end the series, oh, the book with no, that's not Abigail. ending the book because no. So Abigail approaches Swamp Thing and is like, "Oh, Alec, I'm so glad you're back." And then Alec's like, "Not Alec, Swamp Never Thing." Alec. <laughs> and then and then he goes, "I Swamp Thing." And then Abigail's like, "Well, are you happy?" And then he just like gives her a weird smile. He's like. Yes. yes. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, yes. And then she hugs him. And then there's a really cool image of Swamp Thing holding out his arms to a to a swamp sunset. And then the next <laughs> issue, the next issue, uh, Abigail's like, aren't you gonna go and visit uh, our new our friend Swamp Thing? He's up and walking again, Max. And then Max is like, I'm just waiting for you to leave so I can have my little mind time. <laughs> I'm waiting for my me time, Abby. Uh, go get a job or something. And then Abby Abigail does, does have a job. Abigail goes, goes and gets, gets a, a job. job. <laughs> they were, they're living at this motel in this town. And she goes she, and she's like, hey, are there any, uh, I don't know, school for autistic children that I can work at? What a coincidence. There <laughs> There's is. a school of autistic children right there. Special children That's what right they there. call it. They call it the school for autistic. Auti- yeah, say like, autism? I think okay. it's like autistic ki- children. Or children with autism, and it was like, it yeah, it was just a special needs school. Yeah, uh, for kids, it's, it's a little dated. Um, but, but she but shows she d- up and she talks to this kid Daniel, right? Was yeah, it Daniel. It was it was some weird kid that like approached her and was being nice. Yeah, well, she was like the the person staring around was like, "This is Daniel. Say hi to Abigail, Daniel." And the kid's like, "Spell it, spell it, spell Abigail. Do it." And then she's like, "What?" <laughs> she's like, "What?" And then he's like, "But you gotta spell it, or the Monkey King's gonna come and kill us all." And she's like. Whoa! And so she spells his name, her name, and he's like, "Okay, good." 
you got to spell stuff, man. Otherwise, that monkey king is going to kill you. <laughs> He's like, all right, got to go. Got group now. And he runs off. And, it, and the silhouette of his run is so goofy. <laughs> like, so, it, looks like, it looks like the silhouette of someone who got flattened on a street. <laughs> Walking. I'm like, why is this? I was like, Alan and, Moore, this is your Ab- depiction of autism. And Abigail was just like, wow. And that, that, didn't det- that, that, that didn't deter her away from like work getting a job here. Alan Moore was like, autism. They have special interests. They're very direct. And they, they 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 get to it right away. He's like, this kid's obsessed with spelling. He's got group. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he was rude. Then he's nice. Now he's gone. Now he's gone. Uh, but turns out maybe Daniel's not autistic at all. There is an actual monkey because his parents, stalking him. His parents were mysteriously killed. Uh, it was it was deemed a double suicide uh, of, of shared hysteria. But they were playing with a Ouija board and accidentally summoned a demon that feeds off of fear. Yeah. They, and Daniel overheard it, and he thought that they misspelled. What was it? Uh, it was fuck. like Kamara or something like that. Yeah, because the camera, monster's name. They were like Camera because it was K A R A M A Karama. And and because the, the I remember his parents being like, "Is it trying to spell camera? That's not how you spell camera." And then they're like, "What the fuck's this little monkey?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the monkey went upstairs to Daniel's room and started kissing his fucking hands like a little creep. Remember yeah, that? The mon- yeah, the monkey's like a protector to the like, kid. He was like licking him and shit. <laughs> 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 he was like he was like licking him. And he so was like, the the one thing like, <laughs> this one thing battle that thing in this issue, huh? Oh, because he gets yeah, help. He gets help from Jason Blood shows to town. He gets help from Jason like, Blood. There's a demon on the loose, and people are trying to talk to Jason Blood because they're like, "Oh, we're from the south. We're friendly here." So Jason Blood's a new face in town. A guy comes up to him. It's like, "Hey, friend, haven't seen you around the water and hole. If you need insurance," and Jason Blood is like, "Shut up! Today you get stabbed by a swordfish." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, "What? Uh, what?" He's like, "I will not need your business card because today you get stabbed by a swordfish." <laughs> and then he just walks away and he just walks around the town doing that to people. Ugh. He's like, you will be convicted of manslaughter in one year. <laughs> and the guy's like, what are you talking about? Jason, come on, man. And then Abigail, and he's like walking past Abigail. He's like, his wife doesn't like the antique sh- he bought. And she's like, what? <laughs> and then there's the sequence of the guy he told that is going to go to jail for manslaughter. His wife getting in a car with a, a antique Wrapped on the top of the car, strapped to the top of the car. Yes, I remember that. Is a swordfish. Yes, and he gets. And they're arguing about it in the car, and then they do a hard stop, and the salesman just so happens to be in the crosswalk when the swordfish flies off of the car and impales him. And Jason Blood's like, "I'm doing good. I am a superhero. This is what I do." Jason, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) I will be a Justice League member. Um. But for those of you who don't know, Jason Blood is the alternate uh, form and the shared personality of the demon Etrigan. Um, and he's in town investigating the Magic demon, stuff, yeah, the demon that killed Daniel's parents. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's at the autistic school, feeding off of the children's fear oh. and protecting Daniel, who is, I guess, the one who summoned him. Well, I guess it's kind of like. The host, maybe like yeah, it, it's like, like it latched onto him or pretty something much. Like yeah, that. It, 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 it was like summoned that. and then it latched onto the kid. So Abigail's like Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing. There's a fucking demon at the school. And, and Swamp, Swamp Thing's like, like I'm oh, down. Swamp Thing. Yeah, he goes Swamp Thing because Swamp Runs Thing's over. like he's still a hero. Like yeah. he, I mean he he doesn't actively go out to like save on his people, vision but trip. He realizes he doesn't need his humanity to do good for the world. Mm, yeah. So he's 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 always willing to help a hand. That's what I like about Swamp Thing. You know, yeah. he's not a bad guy. He'll help out if you ask him, and there's a good reason for and it. And then the demon shows up, and he's like, "Whoa, you're made of swamp. <laughs> you <laughs> think you're gonna turn me into some kind of chomp?" And he's like, "Hey, that's a slant rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough, uh, demon." Etrigan, I love I love demons that rhyme. He's like, "My name's Etrigan. Don't make me say it again." And they're like, "What was your name?" I don't. I can't think of a rhyme right now this time. Uh, but I liked it. I, it ends with Swamp Thing and Etrigan working to get well, kind of working together. They like fight for a little bit, mm. but then Swamp Thing like <laughs> then Etrigan's like, "Oh, he's busy fighting the Monkey Man. I'll I'll go kill the kid." Oh my, yeah! Oh my god, Etrigan was gonna kill the kid. Yeah, Etrigan That's was awesome. like, "I gotta kill the host." He is a superhero. And then Swamp Thing is <laughs> 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 for the greater good. For the greater good. The greater good. Uh, but then Swamp Thing kills the Monkey King, saves the day. Etrigan's like, huh, I'll keep you in mind if I ever need to do a team up. You seem <laughs> gross. <laughs> you are gross. Yeah, and then that's the end of book one, which is where I'm at. 
Uh, what book are you on again, Eric? I'm done with the series. How many are there? There's six. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I was actually thinking that this is a series I might want to collect because I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. You can definitely get a box set of this. Honestly. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm on book two, which I did some peeking. And I saw that Dead Man shows up. Yeah, Dead Man. One of my favorite guys. Yeah, he's like in your top like DC guys, right? He Would you put him in top there? DC guys? I put him up there. Um, but yeah, so that's what we read this week. Uh, do we have any? Do we have anything else we want to talk about? No, oh, I guess that's it, man. Do you want to? Do you have an idea like uh, for villain of the week next week? You want to give a little sneak peek? I I gotta find something. Mm, yeah, I don't have anything so far just, right now. Just try to find a guy who makes like one appearance. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Just one appearance? Or make like one or two appearances. Nah, that's lame because then you don't have anything to research. Oh, it's just, like, no. yeah, they have a one story to themselves. And that's it? Yeah, and then you just detail that story. On one, that's that like one. Razorback, dude. That's a crazy one. He's just a trucker from Arkansas who wants to be a super person. Does he have a costume? Yeah. There we go. There it is. All right, guys. There we go. Next week, possibly, maybe. (laughs) What's his name? Definitely not Razorback. (laughs) Maybe Razorback. Certainly not Razorback. Well, to all our friends in the Milky Way galaxy, um, please pay your rent. Pay your rent. And also, think about... Give us a little of that money, you yeah, know, and our Patreon. us wherever you can. Um, our Patreon's Patreon. in the description. Uh, Eric is elusive, but you can follow me anywhere uh, at Christian Rice Comedy. You could say I'm omnipresent. He is always with you. Uh, if you have him in your heart, you are never alone because Eric is there. Y'all, I'll be in your heart if That's you right. don't fart. Um, go ahead and give us a follow at Planet Zero Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Subscribe to the YouTube, turn on notifications, share it with your friends and family, send us books that you want us to go into, send us books that you're reading. And please, for the love of God, spay and neuter your pets. I don't know why, I don't know why Eric's on this, on that right now, but (laughs) I always say this the episode, you know, it's my thing. Anyways, probably uh, Eric's final guest spot on the podcast (laughs) of the day. Yeah, those worms probably, um, they probably a bunch of holes in his brain, a bunch of holes in his brain. But feels we're signing off. everybody uh just wanted to take a minute at the end of the episode here thank you so much for listening thanks for sticking around wanted to give a shout out to a couple of uh fans out in the galaxies supporting the dream uh and our conquest of all things comic book thank you brian and trisha for supporting the patreon of course guys find our patreon link in the description and we will shout you out at the end of every episode uh stay safe out there in the space ways folks christian out